Welcome to Calming Heart, the sounds of David's Psalms. I'm glad you've joined us for this brief moment we share together. I will be playing some of the music that has been brought out of the Psalms. My name is Steve Reese. I play the harp. And over the last several years, I've been bringing the sounds of David's Psalms into recordings. You can find a lot of my music on my website, www.calmingharp.com. I have CDs available and MP3s. And you can go to YouTube. If you go to YouTube and then type in Peregrinati, P-E-R-E-G-R-I-N-N-A-T-T-I, you will find hours of beautiful harp music that you can just play in the background and be calmed with the music that David may have played for his sheep at one time or another. So as we share this half hour, join me and enjoy the sounds of David's harp. Well, good morning. It's the 20th of January. And um, I welcome you. Thank you for coming back. Um, we've had a bit of a cold night last night here in Florida, even. So, uh, anyway, we'll be here for about another month. Well, the 14th of February, I think we're going to head out. We have several, several bits of traveling we'll be doing after that. Anyway, today I wanted to talk about promise, promises. And um, Monday this this week, Shirley and I were in our our uh, studies, and there was a real we this year we've been reading through uh, Charles Spurgeon's morning and evening devotions. And for Monday morning, January fifteen, I want to read you what he said. Now, interestingly enough, uh, Spurgeon used a very old English style of of writing and speaking, and I'm going to stay in his vernaculars because I think it's kind of poetic and interesting. But he's bouncing off of Second Samuel 7, verse 25. And in that is uh, when David wanted to build a temple, and the prophet came to him and said, No, you're not going to build it, but your son will build it. And David is declaring how gracious our Heavenly Father is for making that promise to him. And that he is so sure, because God made the promise, that that promise will be true and will come about. And so that's what this um, text is coming from. Because... David said, as thou hast said in 2 Samuel 
So he's repeating God's words back to him in, that was in the form of a promise and David's letting God know that he's going to depend on him to fulfill his promise. And we're going to go to other places in the Psalms where David uses that same word of promise. So here's, here's the morning devotion from Charles Spurgeon. God's promises were never meant to be thrown aside as waste paper. He intended that they should be used. God's gold is not miser's money, but is meant to be traded traded with. Nothing pleases our Lord better than to see his promises put into circulation. He loves to see his children bring them to him and say, Lord, thou hast said. We glorify God when we plead his promises. Do you think that God will be any the poorer for giving you the riches of his promises? Do you dream that he will be any the less holy for giving holiness to you? Do you imagine he will be any the less pure for washing you from your sins? He has said, Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Faith lays hold upon those promises of pardon, and it does not delay, saying, This is a precious promise. I wonder if it's true. But it goes straight to the throne with it and pleads, Lord, there is this promise. Do as you have said. And our Lord replies, Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. When a Christian grasps a promise, if he does not take it, to God, his, he dishonors him. But when he hastens to the throne of grace and cries, Lord, I have nothing to recommend me but this, thou hast said it, then his desire shall be granted. Our heavenly banker delights to cash his own notes. Never let the promise rust. Draw the word of promise out to, of its scabbard and use it with holy violence. Think not that God will be troubled by your importunity reminding him of his promises. He loves to hear the sound, the loud outcries of needy souls. It is his delight to bestow favor. He is more ready to hear than you are to ask. The sun is not weary of shining, nor the fountain of flowing. It is God's nature to keep his promises. Therefore, Go at once to the throne with, do as thou hast said. I think that's, a, that's an incredible um, thought there that, that uh, Spurgeon makes. He, he was always very poetic in his deliveries anyway. Um, but there it is, the promises of our Heavenly Father. So I want to um, just play a little music here, and then we'll, I'll come back with some comments on some of the other places that David has used the word promise in what he has written.
So that is, um, actually that's music from my album called Illuminations, and that track is titled Evening Comes. It's um, actually taken from a song called Baruch Haba Bashem Adonai, Blessed is He that Comes in the Name of Yahweh. And, um, but David, let's get back to the promises. David uses the the word promise, and I I should have looked up. Um, let me go quickly to um, Psalm one nineteen is where he uses that word a lot. Uh, actually, I think it's thirteen times. I'm going to go to look at the the word promise. Establish um, thy word establish you uh, kum is the word to cause it to abide to confirm to set it up to make it good um, so you can see the the meanings of the words there is that if he said it it's going to happen it's established and it even has this understanding of stir up so um and that's kind of our part is to, once the Father has made the promise, then we have to stir it up. So anyway, I'm going to uh, go back to this, this uh, word promise in the Psalms. And I, I think it's worth noting that, um, oh, I have to change it because it's, the English Standard Version does it better because um, by using the King James, you don't get the word promise. You get the uh, in the um, word established. So just understand that those two things are um, equal in understanding. So um, so if you're using the Esword or something like that, so a concordance to look up these words. Uh, just remember that um, you're, to look up the word promise, you're going to have to do a little bit of, uh, of word searching. But anyway, in uh, Psalm 105, David says that um, the covenant that was made to Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac. And then um, 106 uh, well, 105 again is promised to Abraham. And then 106, an interesting uh, comment in that he's speaking about when Israel fell and walked away from God, and it says they had no faith in his promise. So if we lose our faith in his promise, if we decide that his promises are no good, it can lead to a lot of trouble. And so... Um, that's worth noting too on the on the negative side of promise. If we believe the promise is positive, it it establishes things and we stir up. But if we don't believe his promises, it causes us to walk away from him. So in Psalm one nineteen, we have quite a few times that this word is used. Verse thirty eight: Confirm to your servant your promise. That you, that you may be feared. So, verse 41, 
Let your steadfast love come to me, your salvation, according to your promise. Verse 50, this is my comfort in my affliction, that your promise gives me life. Verse 57, the Lord is my portion. I promise to keep your word. So, so we can promise back to him. It's important that we promise back to him. That's part of what covenant is all about. Yahweh is saying, this is what I will do for you. And we say, well, this is what we will do in return. Verse 58, I entreat your favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promises. Verse 76, let your steadfast love comfort me according to your promises to your servant. Verse 82, my eyes long for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? So there's David, it's, he's not feeling the promise at that point. And he, so he's appealing. He said, you've said, so when? Come on. And so that's appropriate as well to to lay it before our Heavenly Father and say, you promised. So now when do I get to see that? That's, that's appropriate as well. David modeled that for us. Verse 116, uphold me according to your promise that I may live and let me not be put to shame in my hope. Verse 123, my eyes long for your salvation and for the fulfillment of your righteous promise. Verse 133, keep steady my steps according to your promise and let no iniquity get dominion over me. Well, isn't that interesting? By clinging to his promises, that keeps iniquity away from us. That's an interesting concept even right there. Verse 140, your promise is well tried and your servant loves it. And, and David is saying, I'm pu I pull your promises out frequently and, and I use it a lot and I'm going to use it again. Here we go. Because you promised. And verse 148, my eyes are awake before the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promise. Remember several weeks back we talked about meditation what meditation is and David here is saying his promises are our meditation and finally verse 154 plead my cause and redeem me give me life according to your promise David is in a is in a kind of a dark spot there it sounds like and he's once again pulls out the promise like um, Spurgeon said pulls out the sword out of its sheath and says father Here's the promise. I need your help. I'm going to lay it before you, and I expect that your promise will be good. And remember, we talked about, um, we gave a little Bible study to our friends in India this week, and one of the things we were talking about is that our Heavenly Father is not like a man that he would lie. He says, if I said, I said it, it is true, and it will be done. And that's something we need to remember with our Heavenly Father. He, his word is sure. We can depend on it, and it's not going to go away. So I'm going to play another song here. This one's called Path Through the Sea. Um, it's uh, actually taken from the, the music of Who is Like You, O God Among the Gods, or in Hebrew, that's Micha Mocha. And um, actually that comes out of the um, Exodus when just after they crossed the Red Sea. This is part of the Song of Moses. So let's listen to that, and then uh, 
we'll come back for the final comments.
So that is the music of Who is Like You, O God, Among the Gods. And I think it's important to understand that all of this claiming of our Heavenly Father's promises is dependent on having a relationship with Him. He's not like the cosmic bending machine where we put our quarter in and we get our selection out. It's more like the relationship of one of the Psalms David talks about, we're like a weaned child that climbs up on its mother's lap. And we come to our Father and we, and we are in that intimate time of, of uh, enjoying His presence and felt a relationship. And we say, but Daddy, you said, you said that you were going to do this. Is that, um, when are you going to do that? Because I'm really depending on you to do that because you're my Daddy. Um, we're not coercing Him. We're in relationship with Him and we're just reminding Him. And I think that's an important distinction for us to understand. So, as we go through our week this week, I would just ask that, uh, or remind myself and us all, you, me, all of us, that our Heavenly Father cares for us. He has made promises to us. And in the middle of our day, we come across situations that are going to be, need to rely on those promises. And if we walk away from those promises, if we say, oh, he doesn't care, that's where sin lies at the door. So my encouragement to myself, to each of you, is to cling to our Heavenly Father in relationship and to within that relationship search through his word and find his promises and then take the sword out of the sheath and exercise those promises as we fend off the enemy who tries to destroy our life. Remember, the enemy seeks to kill, destroy, rob, and it is our duty, it's it, the action that we need to take on our part is to pull the promises from the sheath and defend off the enemy, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So I pray that you will have a good week this week. I pray that your, your days will be filled with the promises of your Heavenly Father. And I look forward to being with you next week. Shalom. So I hope you've enjoyed our time together. Stay tuned, as I say. A little pun. I have many more songs to share with you. I have more to share about how this all comes together. And I pray that you will share and help people, especially those you see stressed, especially in this times that we're going through. Bring people to this calming and this peace and this rest that this beautiful music of the Psalms of David brings to each of our lives. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you next week. 
many, many blessings to you all today.